Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 10th of June and the big news of the day is something that all of us have been waiting for eagerly. A Pathan court court delivered its verdict on the Kathua gang rape case today. The rape of the 8-year-old girl from Rasana village in Kathua district of Jammu and Kashmir had shaken not just the country but the entire world last year. Former government officer Sanjay Ram, who was believed to be the mastermind, was among those convicted by the special fast-track court. The other five included two special police officers, Deepak Khajuria and Surender Varma, Head Constable Tilak Raj, a civilian Parvesh Kumar and Sub-Inspector Anand Datta. Sanjay Ram's son Vishal, however, was acquitted over lack of evidence. The eighth accused is a juvenile whose petition on determining his age is yet to be heard by the Jammu and Kashmir High Court. According to a report by DownToEarth.org, cases of crime against children in India witnessed an 889% increase from 10,814 in 2001 to 1,6958 in 2016. In these 16 years, a total of 5,95,089 cases of crimes against children were registered. In 2016, the number of cases of crime against children pending in courts where trial was yet to be completed reached 2,27,739 and Uttar Pradesh, Maharashtra and Madhya Pradesh alone accounted for 47.5% of them. Renowned actor, playwright, director and writer Girish Karnad passed away today in Bengaluru at the age of 81 years. Karnad, who was suffering from prolonged illness, died due to multiple organ failure. He is survived by his wife, Dr. Saraswati Ganapati, and two children. Karnad, who was born in 1938, won acclaim for his plays and was well known for his work in Kannada theatre. He made his screenwriting debut in 1970 with the Kannada film Samskara. In 1971, he made his directorial debut with Vamsha Vriksha, a film based on a Kannada novel by S.L. Bhairappa, and he won the National Film Award for Best Direction. Karnad was also a recipient of the Nyanpeet Award in 1998 for his contribution to literature and the Padma Shri and Padma Bhushan, amongst others. Most of us, however, remember him for his role in R.K. Narayan's Malgudi Days, where he played Swami's father. NDTV reports that Karnad will not have a state funeral as per the wishes of his family. A voice that championed the freedom of expression, Karnad used his stature to stand and fight for what he believed in, despite failing health and numerous threats to his life. In September last year, he carried a placard that read, Me Too Urban Naxal, at an event organized to mark the first death anniversary of journalist-activist Gauri Lankesh in Bengaluru. On June 8th, Saturday, Uttar Pradesh police arrested Prashant Kanojia, a freelance journalist based in Delhi. For what, you ask? Remember the viral video of the woman who was claiming to be Yogi Adityanath's lover in front of the press from a few days ago? Kanojia had shared the same video on Twitter accompanied by a tweet saying, and I quote, Ishq chupta nahi chupane se Yogi ji. The freelance journalist who worked with The Wire previously was picked up from his home in Delhi's West Vinod Nagar on Saturday and is currently lodged in Lucknow Jail. His wife, Jagisha Arora, filed a writ petition in the Supreme Court today. 
On June 8th, the same day when Kanoja was arrested, the Uttar Pradesh police also arrested Anuj Shukla, an editor, and Ishita Singh, head of station of a privately owned TV news channel called Nation Live. They have been charged with attempting to incite violence and defaming Yogi Adityanath. In a statement on Twitter, the police said that the broadcaster, and I quote, conducted a panel discussion without checking facts on the defamatory allegations made by the woman against Chief Minister, unquote. Shukla and Singh are currently detained in the Noida Phase 3 police station of Uttar Pradesh. They are set to be presented before a magistrate tomorrow for bail hearing. Another person from Gorakhpur was also arrested yesterday under the same charges. This makes four arrests in three days. Apart from the many people who are condemning the arrests, the Editors Guild of India also issued a statement calling the police action arbitrary and high-handed. It is an attempt to intimidate the press and stifle freedom of expression, the Guild added. Do read the article by Rohin Kumar on these arrests on newslaundry.com in which he calls them a classic case of shooting the messenger. The BJP is observing a black day in West Bengal and a 12-hour shutdown in 24 North Pargana districts, Pasirhat subdivision today, to protest the killing of its workers and the deteriorating law and order situation in the state. This follows the violence that broke out between TMC and BJP workers in Sandesh Khali area of Basirhat, where two BJP workers were killed. The Saffron Party took out rallies in several parts of the state with BJP workers sporting black badges. The situation remains tense in Basirhat. A massive police force is deployed in the area while internet and broadband services remain suspended since Sunday morning. West Bengal Governor Keshari Nath Tripathi met the Prime Minister and Home Minister today to inform them about the general situation in the state. Zonel Sugaijam, a 22-year-old Manipur boy, has been inducted in the Facebook Hall of Fame 2019 for finding and reporting a WhatsApp bug. A civil engineer by qualification, Sogai Jam was awarded $5,000 for the discovery. Zonal found an anomaly in a recent WhatsApp upgrade which lets users change voice call through the application into a video call without authorization of the user on the other end. In simple words, if two people are on a voice call through the app, one can change it into a video call without the other's approval and see what the other person is doing through their front camera. Not just that, if a person has paused a video call or turned it off, then through the bug, one can resume it without the other person even touching their smartphone. The 22-year-old reported the bug to Facebook through its bug bounty program. Thank you, Zonal, for your effort to save our gradually disappearing privacy. The celebrated Tamil actor, writer and comedy giant Crazy Mohan breathed his last today after he suffered a major heart attack. He was 67. Born as Mohan Rangachari in 1952, Mohan's first stint with writing began in college when he wrote a script titled The Great Bank Robbery for an Intercollegiate Contest. In 1983, Mohan made his film debut as a writer for K. Balachandar's Poikal Kutirai, which was based on Mohan's own play called Marriage Made in a Saloon. The film featured Kamal Hassan in a cameo. As a writer, Mohan was widely popular for his association with Kamal Hassan in multiple Tamil comedies which include Sati Leelavati, Michael Madan Kamarajan and others. Mohan was a recipient of the Kalai Mamani Award from the Tamil Nadu government for excellence in the field of arts and literature. Yuvraj Singh announced his retirement from international cricket today 
ending a roller coaster career during which he became the hero of India's 2011 World Cup victory and fought a tough battle with cancer. Yuvraj played 40 tests, 304 ODIs and 58 T20 matches for India. The attacking left-hander listed the 2011 World Cup win being man of the match in the event's final game, getting six sixes in an over against England in the same tournament and his first test 100 against Pakistan in Lahore in 2004 as the most special moments of his career. American space agency NASA announced on Friday that it will allow unprecedented commercial access to the International Space Station for marketing, business and space tourism. Until now, the space station has only been used for research and development. The new directive will allow private astronauts to spend up to 30 days in low Earth orbit aboard the International Space Station through trips planned by private companies. NASA said it believes it can accommodate up to two privately funded short-duration missions in a year with space tourists. Private astronauts will have to reimburse the government for the cost to the space station, including $11,250 a day for life support and toiletries, and $22,500 a day for food, air and medical supplies. Astronauts will have to pay a private company to get to the space station and those tickets will probably cost millions. While some of us here struggle to travel in our own countries, all you rich folks can start buying your tickets to space. No, I'm not jealous. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. Nitin Sethi from The Business Standard and freelance journalist Hridesh Joshi joined the panel in the latest episode of NL Hafta where they discussed environmental journalism in India at length. They spoke about the massive forest fires in Uttarakhand. Nitin also talked about his report on how Baba Ramdev's Patanjali has bought over 400 acres of forested land in the Aravalli Hills for commercial purposes. As some of you might know, Hafta is behind the paywall. While you can listen to a short snippet on our website, you have to subscribe to listen to the full episode. A monthly subscription costs less than what you pay for your weekly groceries. So please subscribe. Pay to keep news free guys. We are a completely ad-free news medium and every subscription helps us bring you better stories. That's all for today. Thank you and have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.